At the dawn of civilization, the greatest philosophers determined that the world was composed of the five rings. Air, earth, fire, water, and the void. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. All right, welcome back. This is Podcast of the Five Rings. I am your GM, Nick. How is everyone doing today? Hello, uh, you Nick. know, holding Great. Back, you know, pretty good. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good. good. Zach, you didn't sing how well you were what? doing. Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> slept great in these cool beds. Tight. Let's go around the table and uh, remind everybody who we have playing with us. Uh, Heath. Let's start with Heath. Hello, everybody. This is Heath. I am currently excited to play this episode. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember where we left off. I uh, know it, it was. It was we played a game, huh? Yeah. And I think I was close to winning, but I got beat out by. Uh, yeah, we tied. I think. Yeah, yeah. Tomo and Yasushi. It came down to you guys. Yeah, and then we had a roll off, and I think you, uh, you beat me off. You, t- you took the edge. <laughs> beat him off. <laughs> you got beat those... me off. Hey, you, you know with my ranks in games, you took I me to can completion. do whatever I need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, remind us of yeah. your character. I am playing <laughs> Caillou Tomo, uh, the crab samurai turned governor, turned wandering traveler, turned Im- imperial uh, dude. dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, yeah. doing, I'm doing big shit. You're Starting, a boy of many hats. Yes. Yeah. Crab of many claws. <laughs> crab Ooh. of many claws. <laughs> Here we go. Like kind of badass sounding. All right, next we have Zach. Zach, tell us who you are playing. What up? I'm uh, playing Ikoba Kenshi, and I just uh, love playing games with my friends and my new ones that I just met. And also Yoshi, going through those two Tori gates. Man, these new Yoshi tales are going to get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing drugs or something. The yeah, the stories are getting out of control. <laughs> the next Yoshi's tale is just sad. It's just like Yoshi being sad in the army. <laughs> it's just him com- contemplating his life it's not even fun <laughs> it's like these guys haven't talked to me in days they just leave me in here all the time <laughs> next we have logan logan tell us who you are playing hello i am playing soshi no burizu scorpion chugenja who may lose at child's games but will succeed in claiming fame very good. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. That was good. Well, Logan came prepared to that one. Right. No, you guys you guys just both went first. It gave me like <laughs> two minutes to figure it out. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I remember what we played. I on. didn't listen <laughs> to a word you guys were saying. I was so in rap and just wrapped up and trying to think of a rhyme. <laughs> now you know what it feels like to GM this game. <laughs> Why do you think I have to re- make you repeat yourself so often? Because you're just thinking the entire time. Yes. All right, and finally, we have our guest, Evan. Evan, remind us who you are playing. Hello, everyone. My name is Evan, and I am playing Otomo Yasushi, someone that Heath finds odd, is short, but otherwise a fairly charming and agreeable imperial courtier. Nice. He's just a crab. It's his crab ways. Yeah, I don't don't trust people. All right. Now let's do the recap. It was kind of a fat one. A lot of things happened last episode. Previously, on Podcast of the Five Rings, Tomo, Buro, Kenshi, Akari, Subasa, and Ryudo arrived in Odosan Uchi. Shortly after passing through the dilapidated walls of the outer city, Ryudo parted ways. He said he was leaving, 
but that he had a strong sense that they would all meet again. The party then navigated through the confusing city streets until they reached the Road of the Most High, which took them directly to the inner city, Odasan Uchi's center for culture and politics. Here, they were met with zealous city guards who thoroughly investigated their paperwork and their belongings. In turn, each person was asked if they were carrying anything which could bring harm to the Emperor. Remembering Yoshi's tainted armor, each person lied and said they were harmless. However, Kuni Akari seemed outwardly uncomfortable about lying to the guards, but followed suit like everyone else. They then passed through the Jade Tor Gate, which separated the outer from the inner city. The wards concealing the taint on Yoshi's armor worked, and there was no indication of the affliction. While searching for Agasha Sumiko, the samurai who the party was instructed to report to once they arrived in the city, the party was overwhelmed by the highly regimented and extremely formal way of life in the capital. Everything seemed to have its own proper procedure, and courtly formalities were an art as much as they were necessary for survival. After finding Sumiko's quarters in the Chisei district, the party was forced to wait while she was summoned. While waiting, the party noticed that Akari's discomfort had grown substantially. When Sumiko finally arrived, she introduced the party to Otomo Yasushi, who would act as the party's guide to Odosan Uchi while they attended court. Additionally, Yasushi's lord, Otomo Sonata, owed a great favor to Togashi Yoshi and Soshiburo, so he invited the party to stay at the Otomo guesthouse in the Forbidden City, where Yasushi had been ordered to host them. Yasushi then took the party to the Otomo guesthouse so they could settle in. On their way into the Forbidden City, they noticed another Jade Tori Gate guarding the walls of the city, and before entering, they were forced to take all their swords and disarm them. Guards informed the party that due to mounting political tensions across the capital, weapons were not permitted here unless proper authorization had been given. Once inside the Otomo guesthouse, Yasushi welcomed the party graciously, giving them a tour and then cooking a sumptuous banquet. Tsubasa inspected the house thoroughly before recommending a location he thought would best suit storing Yoshi's armor. Over dinner, the party asked Yasushi's advice on how to navigate the Imperial Court, who to trust, who not to trust, and how to avoid the pitfalls of life in Odosan Uchi. Yasushi's advice was candid but wise. Trust no one, he said reminding the samurai that nothing is ever as it seems, and everything is about appearance. A simple error in judgment could spell the end of a courtier's career, and scandals could ruin a clan's reputation for generations. After dinner, Tsubasa suggested that they all play a game. A game of coordination and reflexes that could serve as an icebreaker between host and guests. Being an expert on courtly life and all manner of games which samurai play, Yasushi won, but noticed that Tsubasa was watching him intently as they played. It was clear to Yasushi that Tsubasa was sizing him up, watching his footwork, studying his movements, judging his reflexes, and estimating his effectiveness in combat. Yasushi coyly whispered to Tsubasa that he should be more subtle with his assessments, 
to which Subasa replied that he was merely doing his duty. All right, and that's where we're going to start this episode. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So let's go ahead and assume that you guys went to bed, woke up the next day, and that's where we're going to start uh, mm. today's episode. So this is the last free day that we have until... No, you still have two days left. Oh, okay, we have two Because you had days. two and a half days when getting into... Right? Gotcha. That's correct, okay. yeah. So this, it, uh, by our in-game calendar, this would be the 27th day of the dog. Mm. Okay. Well, I think Yasushi said the last time he uh, uh, we weren't quite uh, dressed well enough for for court. I think we were talking about doing a shopping montage. Shopping, oh, montage. shopping montage. Weren't we? Weren't we joking around about that the last yeah. time? Yeah. We, we've got <laughs> to get you guys prettied up. We got to get your you know fine clothes that accentuate your characters for court. Yeah, man. Maybe, man. Maybe I should have leveled up aesthetics. I thought about doing that before we started. Well, <laughs> you know what they say about hindsight. Yeah. But so, yeah, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to go shopping for some clothes? Uh, it's kind of your day to do, to do whatever you want. Um, yeah, you that's get, a good start. Yeah. How's the weather? Mm. Uh, a bit chilly. Yeah. It's a bit chilly out. Okay. You can tell it's getting closer to winter. A little nippy. I want to look for, like, yeah, some some nicer, like, priest robes or what are they called? The ones that I have on right now? The sanctified. Yeah, I want to find some just more badass sanctified robes. Or is there anything mechanically that's better that's like just robes? Ceremonial robes will be great for you guys if you can get your hands on some for court. I would love to try to find some ceremonial robes or like a fur coat since it's getting a little nippy out here. Mm. Well, you know, fur is actually looked down upon to wear in Rokugan. It's not typically worn. Uh, it's it's not considered courtly to wear uh, mm. animal skin. I think totally the people wear that like, wear them to court are like the unicorn generally. The lion has yeah. some like big white fur manes like on their armor sometimes, but that's about it. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to get some nice warm ceremonial robes then. So I'm, I do start with ceremonial clothes. I don't know if I've really been keeping track of all my equipment. But are they... Fit for right now. I, I don't know. They're Ceremony not. They're not rose. quite bespoke anymore. They're I could like, maybe oh, go. Yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> I could go. I could go. Maybe for an a old crab lens, maybe. But yeah, here, sweetie, I'm not gonna. Have... <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, are you sure you guys don't all already have ceremonial clothes? I mean, my sanctified robes have sanctified the ceremonial robes are, quality. Are... If that's what you mean. Yeah, they have the ceremonial quality. I just mean like, are there any th- ro- like clothing items that we could realistically wear in court that would offer some sort of like better mechanical advantages? You'll want the resplendent trait. Resplendent. Can I we maybe go to like I've got has that a tailor and get our ceremonial clothes? You know, a little little did up, fancied up. Yeah, what is this resplendent quality? Uh, while wearing one or more resplendent items, if you would be awarded one or more glory, you receive that amount of glory plus one instead. Okay, you guys want to go shopping for some ceremonial clothes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to stunt. I want to stunt. Maybe, yeah, maybe hit, hit the dry cleaners or if we want to clean our shit or just get some new ones. Do we have the money for that kind of stuff? Bruh. Is Yasushi buying? Is he footing the bill? Yasushi. Yeah, Bruh, I've got eight Koku. I think, am I Ooh. able, so to what extent as a host, Nick, do I cover their stay? I think that, like, I just cover their entire stay from the Atomo funds pretty much, right? Sure, yeah. Does that include amenities like our clothes and It depends on whether like or not that? I allow to do it, I guess. Like, it's up to my discretion. Ooh. I mean, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like the Atoma family owes, uh, mm-hmm. owes us a favor, so. 
Well, the fact that you're staying in the guest houses is the favor of. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, know, that's, that's kind of pretty. But the fact that you're staying <laughs> in the guest houses also means that you get access to being taken care of. So I'll say definitely at least these clothes are are covered by the fund. All right. Well, yeah, shopping montage. Let's do it. Right, yeah. Did yeah, we I have a montage? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say uh, yeah. Sushi deemed that the clothes that they were wearing were not suitable for court, and just it was his duty to make sure that they were uh, properly clothed, and so this I mean, will cover. If people hear yeah. that the Atomo are hosting ne'er do wells that can't dress properly, what does that say about the Atomo? Yeah, Very exactly. true. Yeah. Very true. Okay. Uh. So. Uh. All right. Yeah, Sushi. We... Where would you recommend is a good place for them to buy their clothes? There is a talented Kakita artisan in the Chisei district that can make fabric almost come to life under her fingers. Let's check her out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm gonna need a commerce check. You guys uh, leave the Forbidden City and you head out into the Chisei district of the Ekohike, and I'm gonna need somebody to give me a commerce check to see if they can find uh, the goods that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my bread and butter. Yeah, this is gonna, gonna be... Say, Kaito's gotta have uh, that. See here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. So, that's gonna be commerce water. Oh, and guess who just upgraded their water ring after much deliberation? Wasn't sure if I should do it. But nice. Here well, we go. I will aid you, but you only get oh, a ring yeah. die from my help, so. Okay, tight. Yeah, so I got two skill dice, three ring dice, and I can keep two of them. What's the TN on this? Uh, let's see here. So it's TN equal to the rarity of the item plus the uh, adjustment based on location. You guys are in Odosan Uchi, which would obviously be a, mi- a major city, so it's going to be minus three. It's going to be a TN one. Okay. I mean, I, I probably don't really even get anything if I exceed the... Yeah, you probably get something. Yeah, you know what? You might be able to get it for a cheaper price if you uh, succeed by a lot. Um, also, if you get opportunity, you might be able to um, learn about things in your environment as you're mm-hmm. traveling. Okay. Didn't get any opportunity. Um, okay, I got three successes and three strife. Cool. A lot of strife. That's a lot of strife. All right, perfect. You find a tailor that's willing to sell you uh, the ceremonial clothes. Let's see. I'm going to say... So normally this would be one, the, the base cost for this is one koku per set of like ceremonial clothes and you guys are trying to buy five set because there's three of you plus Kuniakari and Tsubasa. Um, and base price would be five, but I'm going to say since you got two additional successes, he's willing to sell it to you for four. Sweet. I mean, Otomo Yasushi will be very happy about that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Otomo yeah. <laughs> Yasushi uh, cl- like pulls open a little emerald silk purse with a pearl thread woven through it and drops the pristine koku into the artisan's hand. Hell yeah. Pristine koku, huh? You mm-hmm. got that fresh mint. <laughs> Freshly pressed. Yeah. yeah, they just made it. Amazing. So describe to us what your ceremonial clothes look like, and I'll also give you the, the stats for them. I, I kind of want to go out of my comfort zone a little bit. You know, I'm always in full plate. I'm kind of, you know, I'm from the crab lands. Everyone's, you know, the dark, the blue, and the black. I want to get something like white, and elegant, maybe some, maybe a little a little blue in there, a little blue and black, like almost floral patterns. So you're gonna look like a crane. May I, I want... propose a <laughs> like a snow covered forest, like overlooking Ooh. a bay? Hey, that is pretty sick. Mm. Snow covered forest overlooking a bay is pretty tight. Okay, okay. I just want something a little more delicate. You know, I'm I'm so used to my uh, to my heavy Rough armor exterior. I, yeah, it's delicate though. I just want people to see the softer side of Caillou Tomo. 
Is there a soft side of Kaido? He Tomo? says before he rolls a fire command check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the idea of a snow-covered forest. Okay. So you you have a you now have ceremonial clothes which are let's let's see here. Um Ceremonial clothes are any garment worn during an official ceremony from a samurai's court kimono to the accoutrement of the imperial family. Ceremonial clothing is often richly decorated and offers little protection. So these are like fine silk kimonos that you all bought. Um, and so yours is uh, styled like a, uh, a snow-covered forest overlooking a bay. Cool. All right, what does anyone else's look like? I want mine to be like jet black and like <laughs> silky and it has like a, a, a japanese red maple just blasted on the back that's really cool <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, so it's just like simple and like really stark it against is. the black you know cool and, and you're, but you're still keeping, all over it still too. keeping the clan colors yeah yeah exactly i dig it so i gotta wrap the scorpion i genshi what mm -hmm. does yours look like i don't know nick i can't remember off the top of my head what are the fox clan colors yeah, I was thinking maybe doing something with that, and but Fox Clan colors are reddish brown and silver. Zach, uh huh. What if what if your kimono has some sort of like like narrative scenic display on it, but there's like a fox peeking out from behind a bush somewhere? Ugh. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> That'd be tight. Yeah, I'd be down with that. That's yes. sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, doing my job. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely want that. I want it to be like showing like a it would be like a fox sneaking away from like from like its home or as like den kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like a little mysterious, but the others are all I'm imagining there's some sort of cave or den and yeah. then there's like footprints leading mm -hmm. away from it and that's where like the fox is at. Yeah. Down at like the corner fringe of your kimono or something. Mm -hmm. Out of the way. Cool. I dig it. All right, cool. You guys got your your ceremonial clothes. Uh, where to now? What It'll be like I got it. It's like a fox running from like the sun, kind of. Okay. Out of a den, yeah, like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super cool. Nick, All what, right, do, what are Subasa and Hikari wearing? Subasa and Hikari. Subasa uh, went. He likes it simple and pragmatic, and he went for like a not quite black, sort of an off black. Just solid charcoal gray, <laughs> off black. It's like how much more black can you get? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> See, going, going, going full black, you know, is too obvious. He goes yeah. for off black. <laughs> you know, he goes for for an off. Some might call it gray. Kind of char charcoal gray. It's <laughs> like vintage. He's like, hey, let me get that vintage one over there. <laughs> let me get that faded one. <laughs> uh, with um, like a. Uh, red and purple like stitching design on it Ooh. um mm. geometric shapes Subasa is very tasteful mm. yeah he is classy yeah. <laughs> there's a reason he's yeah. the first person yasushi befriended <laughs> <laughs> and then akari um i don't know maybe maybe burrow wants to help pick out the ones for akari she might yeah want she can't help. see you get her something <laughs> that matches that uh 
Her Give her something band. crazy. She'll never know what it what looks was like. Her, what, what was her eye band? Was her eye band like cherry blossoms or something? Is that no, what it was? No, it, it was also just a, uh, a design done in like bright, vibrant colors um, with like kind of kind of like an ivy an ivy pattern on it. We'll say that hers is like... Which, by the way, I would like to point out, you, you're, ask, you're, you're thinking about this and you're just now realizing that you've never actually seen her wear it. Oh, oh, what? I assume she always wore it. I know, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah, you fig- you thought that, but as you're going through this stuff and you're thinking about that, you're like, wait a minute, I've actually oh, no. never seen Akari wear well, that. Well, if headband. she never wore it, we should have traded that thing away. <laughs> I, know, I, didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, we'll say that her her kimono is like uh, the base color is like red, like it's like ruby red, and it has like a cherry blossom tree on it. So it's just a white tree on a red background, essentially. Very pretty. Very so nice. just both we're both two different types of trees that are like juxtaposing colors scorpion like themed yeah but, but still Scorp- scorpion but still themed, scorpion of themed but yeah. she is a even though she's not scorpion themed i'm picking the colors all right <laughs> <laughs> she can't see him what's fine put a bunch of eyeballs on it <laughs> oh god no oh, get that'd her be, an eyeball cloak that'd like be the, dark uh, the peeper like the thing that took her <laughs> eyesight yeah that'd be fucking fucked up <laughs> Throwback. I, mean, I don't know. You've <laughs> that is a throwback. You've back some to pretty people. fucked up shit too already. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, every relationship has their ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that let's say that took up most of the morning. Uh, it's now midday, around midday, and you guys are in the Chisei district. Uh, where do you guys want to go? What, what? Where to next? Jeez, did well, we, did well, we have breakfast? I I just snagged something off of a cart. I grabbed something that was on a stick of some kind, uh, some kind of fried. Unless stated otherwise, I've been assuming Yasushi's there, like with a staff preparing food. Yeah, I I've been assuming that yeah Yasushi has been feeding you guys. Yeah, that's like you guys have been fed, and it was a nice breakfast. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was just making sure. Mm -hmm. Um, what's we were talking about a whole bunch of stuff to like touch on you have a ton I, of plot leads yeah, i want to so, talk to f- people from the fox clan of course i remember we that. find those people here are there fox clan representatives i think uh, didn't here? i even did i ask yashishi last time about something like that you uh, did not. what did i i felt like i asked you about something uh I you can guys s- asked me about like politics and like who should we trust or not trust uh mm. uh tomo had a couple questions about like how to expand or like improve his governorship while he was here. I think. Yeah, I w- I can tell you that you this would just be general knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. there is a minor clan embassy also in the Chisei district. Um, and you know that if you're going to find a representative of the Fox Clan, that would probably be your best place to look. Okay. You want to want to all go there? I'd be down. I mean, if yeah, yeah, you guys want to go roll to the. I'm down to support my homie. I yeah. want to check out that well, Falcon I mean, clan. Even, yeah, we can check out the whole embassy. I've been interested <laughs> right. in the Falcon clan. Yeah. I've been hearing rumors about these like ghost hunters, and they sound pretty cool. You think about defecting? <laughs> no, I just want to, you know, just see what all the buzz is about. We're going to have two defectors. I just want to see what all the buzz is about. Hmm, interesting. Okay, hold on. Uh, also, I misspoke. Uh, the Minor Clan Embassy is going to be in the Karada District, which is actually the next, next district over. Oh, man, we really would have had people mm-hmm. in the Discord going crazy over that uh, Minor area. No, actually, <laughs> actually <laughs> lore, Better watch out. from the official lore, the Minor Clan, Clan Embassy is supposed to be in the Chisei District, but I, the GM, moved it to the Karada District. For my yeah, also, that's my favorite thing when people are like, hey, your podcast is wrong. You should be like, fuck you, I'm a GM. 
I changed <laughs> it we? for narrative purposes. Oh, well, do you guys want to do something here and then we could just go do that tomorrow because we have another free day? Well, what other leads do we got? What's so in, many. What's in the <laughs> the district that we're in though? In the Chise district, what are some? Oh wait, was that Geisha house that I saw from the roof of that building no. in this district? No, that's in uh, that that's in the, the outer city. You're in the ah, inner city right now, man. Uh, the Chise district. Take care of business. Man. So I'll give you I'll give you a brief uh, lowdown of the Chise district. It's it's known as sort of like the beauty and the arts district, and it's also pretty well known for being a place of a lot of um, political interest, a lot of um, a lot of courtiers and bureaucrats like to do their business here in the Chisei district. Uh, from looking around, you notice a lot of mostly crane and imperial uh, family members walking around. Um, it's although it's got a quite a it's a large area and it's got a lot of different uh, attractions to it. Um, you also know that it's um, uh, there's a lot there's a lot of other things to see there. But if you really want to spend some time looking around, I'd have to actually have you guys do that. Don't you know, like, aren't you, like, connected to a crane guy? Um, <clears throat> wasn't, Yasushi, you said the Daidoji were people to talk to about expanding uh, my... The other way, because you have Yasuki family members, the Daidoji mm-hmm. are probably people you want to avoid. Um, uh, the Daidoji never forgave the Yasuki for abandoning the crane 600 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. Um, they chose the better clan. Yeah, they really did. Okay, well... I mean, I don't like the Yasuki family just because Boss Kaza was really a jerk, but sometimes you got to swallow your pride. I mean, I could go, would there be, yeah, like at the Yasuki embassy? I could go bring up some of that, that logging company stuff. There is a there is a crab embassy also in the Karada district, which is the same hey. district as the minor embassy. Okay, yeah, I mean, I probably should kind of iron that stuff out because I don't want to, you know, we may have butted heads in the past, but I don't want to like call them out in front of the emperor in the court kind of want to settle that behind closed doors sure so i understand that okay sure uh as you guys are traveling through the chisei district uh you actually encounter something pretty interesting so there is a large hill in the center of the chisei district and as you're getting closer to this hill you're finding there's actually like a pretty big crowd um surrounding it amassing at the bottom of this hill and you see as you get closer that there's actually a line leading up, a line of people leading up to the top of the hill. And it's kind of hard to get a good look, but from where you're at, it looks like there's some kind of like um, bald like monk, perhaps, sitting on top of the hill, um, talking to people. And that's what you see. Dang, mm. that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, Can I do like a culture check to see if I know who it is. Yes, you might know. Am I making a check to know this? Uh, sure. Make a make a TN two um culture check with whatever ring you think would be most appropriate. Does air make sense or water for just like surveying the scene? I'd say water would make more sense. Okay. Water I could is... assist you in I could assist you in culture too. Oh, dope! Hell yeah, dude! We'll uh, put our brains together on this. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? I'm taking a photo and sending it to this call right now because I am angry at the world. No. Oh, no. (laughs) And I can't share this with you in person. (laughs) For opportunity. Oh, my gosh. That sucks. Oh, hey, Nick, I have the well-connected advantage. Would that apply here? Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay, so the total result is 
Three successes, a strife, and two opportunity. You say four successes? Three. Three successes. Um, okay, sure. So, uh, well, before I get into... Okay, so you succeeded, but before I get into that, is there anything you want to do with the opportunity? Uh, I'm going to look at the sheet, if you don't mind telling us who this person is while I think about it. Sure, okay. So, yes, Sushi would know that um, this is a place called Sepun Hill. And this is actually a, a place of great significance within Otosanuchi. This is uh, supposedly the place where the kami fell to the earth and um, basically humans witnessed them for the first time, more or less. Um, I think Yasushi might be able to give a better explanation of that. Um, and Yasushi also knows that a, uh, a monk has taken up to uh, uh, sitting here recently and basically asking, or sorry, not asking, but answering people's questions. Um, and currently sitting there is a monk of the Tagashi order. Um, what the... And that... She has been drawing quite a crowd, and uh, she she has been drawing quite a crowd. Oh no! And oh. Uh, a lot of people have been coming to this monk to ask them questions, and in return, the monk gives them advice, more or less. Wait, so you said what's her name again? Uh, he yes, did not sushi. say that. I know. Oh, yes, right. he, okay, he did he yes, sushi. Okay, he <laughs> sushi. Yes, sushi knows that this monk's name is Togashi Kaye. Oh, oh shit! And Kenshi's like, dude, Yoshi was telling me to like hit up this girl, like she might be here and stuff. And I was for like, for our viewers who, or sorry, listeners who might not know, uh, Togashi Kaye was the lover of Togashi Yoshi before everything he, happened. He died mm-hmm. before yeah. he died. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that was before that too. There's some other drama. There's some <laughs> drama. She's been mentioned in earlier yeah. episodes, but you probably wouldn't remember. Okay, um, yeah. I'm just removing opportunity or strife. I'm now to zero strife now with it. Perfect. Um, I don't know, guys. Should we talk to her? It seems a little disrespectful to our, uh, you know, dearly departed. Dude, I Yoshi think, uh, was asking about her. He wa- okay. I he mean, was wondering, man. I, I just don't know. How guys, much should we let on, though? Like, we can't. Yoshi, Yoshi could talk to her. But dude, they ended on kind of shaky terms, didn't they? Yeah. Kenshi, what, what did he say? But things are different now. He's a piece of metal. <laughs> Yasushi leans forward and says, I'm sorry, I must have misheard you. Did you say that the martyred <laughs> monk could speak to her? Uh, it's just a figure of speech. Yeah. yeah. It's a figure of speech. <laughs> hey, Nick, can I roll sentiment on that? <laughs> Shit, I forgot. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Roll a sentiment to that. Uh, Tien will be equal to Burrow's vigilance. What's your oh, vigilance, My vigilance Burrow? is three. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's just hope he doesn't get it for my... Three life. successes, two opportunity, oh, and a strike. fuck! <laughs> Red right through. Burrow, what the heck, bro? I, it's just a coping mechanism. I like to pretend that Yoshi's just still around, you know, as like my imaginary friend. Uh, okay, so... I can speak to the the deads and the the spirits. I can speak... Yoshi can speak through me. Um, Yasushi, you make your check, and you do feel like something is kind of off here, a little strange. Like, the story that they're they're telling you doesn't quite add up. Um, that happens, and Tsubasa steps up, and he says, Oh, he's speaking to you, Yasushi, and he says, Please, forgive them. Their friend, he's departed, and this is their way of trying to, uh, cope with it. It's simply a coping mechanism. 
I, I want to do that, like, the anime thing where, like, the eyes narrow a little bit and the camera zooms in on the eyes. And, like, <laughs> a, a little, like, suspicious note happens. But I would like to also spend two opportunity with air to make my actions seem less suspicious. So with two opportunity <laughs> and the effect of harmlessness advantage, I would like to make the party feel like they've totally thrown me off the scent. Well, that's how you guys feel. Hmm. Sweet, I'm feeling good. Yeah, Subasa always clears yeah. the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all knuckle bumps. Subi, hell yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, do do we want to? There's a there's a big her? line to see her. There's there's a crowd of people waiting at the bottom of the hill. Since you've been since you've been sitting there, there's been like maybe a couple of people who have talked to her and then came off the hill. I mean, what would we even say to her? Like, what would you, you say to her? You guys know him like you guys are like the last people to hang out with him so obviously you guys you just be like yeah would you like to see the armor you know like you I, want I, I don't know or hear me out like or maybe we grab the armor and bring the armor over okay and no, show no i don't know about that, that might take way more time <laughs> all right so i pull burrow and kenshi in and she like, probably make sure knows you, you guys like she's probably heard of you guys at least that's true but also like i don't know yoshi would probably like to know if like she's heartbroken or misses him you know I don't know. Maybe we could go up to her, skip the line. We'll just take the armor to her, and we'll be like, "Hey, we are. We can't we're, be. We're, we're we gonna can't be flaunting the armor. We'll though. do. It'll just. No, it, not bring the armor. I bet you. Yeah, okay, she, maybe we she go can talk get to her. us in front. Maybe we talk to her and have her come with us to go check out the armor. We say we're trying to get it blessed by a monk of his order before we go. Once before we go and show it to the emperor, uh, bro. I think you I would think, have. To I be think the you're, one you're too. being a little too too complex then, with it, man. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Do you want to go like kind of tap her on the shoulder? Did you ever meet her? Like, would she? No, I don't think no, any no, of us no, have no, ever met her. But I mean, she obviously would know who you guys are. Yeah, and that you were with Yoshi like the last like when he passed. I guess so. It, I think you could obviously just either. That's true. I mean, just yeah, show up, you, like kind of just. Go around the line. You guys are obviously way bigger than everyone there. So I mean, like, why not just go around the line? But do yeah, we, all do, right. But do we want to bring her to check out the armor? And we'll like... just ask her. What do you mean? Plan a date? You know, it doesn't have to be today. <laughs> just like, yeah, set them up, bro. Come on, like a like a viewing at <laughs> yeah, a funeral yeah. or something. We don't have to do. <laughs> we don't have to check it out. Flesh it out through a couple of episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Nick. Can we just like cut the line and kind of go tap her on the shoulder? <laughs> We're more important. Can you see she help us cut the line? We just so so cool to catch roads. up. Can we flex? To catch up to catch up to make sure I understand the scene correctly. Did the three of you just break off and do like a little huddle? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we just sidebarred so, without. So you. I just when like, that when, when that happened, Subasa uh, came in and started talking to you one on one. Just you know, like oh, well, is Hikari here too? Uh, Akari was listening to uh, the conversation between Yasushi and Subasa. She just okay. awkwardly stayed. So it was, between it was the, the three of us just like just kind of chilling and talking for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the group of six split into two groups of three. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, Tsubasa was asking you questions about uh, Sepun Hill and like the history behind that. Yeah, and I sputter off a tour guide spiel about that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I return to uh, the other group and I ask Yasushi if, uh, Yasushi, is there any way that you could get us uh, to the front of that line to talk with that uh, Togashi monk at the top of the hill there? Nick, are there, like, samurai in line? There's a handful. Yasushi's face falls a little bit as he considers the proposition. He says, I am sure that you could make your way into the front of the line if you wished at this very moment, but it is important to consider, young samurai, again, that... All eyes of the city are now turned on you. If you make yourselves out to be the kinds of folk that 
cut in front of lines to speak with people you're interested in, that will become a part of the character that the rest of the court assigns to you for these next months. Damn, he's got a point. Could I maybe... I have an idea. I'll make a great performance and attract the attention of everyone. Ooh. <laughs> Distract <laughs> Just bust out the sanction and make, just... Make nice, I like that. I'll bust, I'll bust it out and I'll sing a song about you two badasses and I'll be like yelling Yoshi every time a little louder than everything else oh, to get her yeah. attention, you know? That's really cool. I dig yeah. that. Yeah, that's really right. clever. So, yeah, okay. I'm going to just bust out the sanction. I'm like, guys, let's do a good entrance. It's a, I'm like running it, like kind of bumping into people, trying to get him rocking, you know? Get the, <laughs> get the pit started. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm going to say that this is going to be a performance fire check. This is going to be a Damn TN. Right. Man, I'm going to say in order to get the 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 attention of everybody in line, because it's a, it's a pretty big line. There's quite a few people, and they seem pretty intent on talking to the monk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say this is a TN4. Okay, thanks. Can I uh, can I aid him with my fire ring? I'll, yeah. I'll be like flexing and kind of like... Yeah! I like the deep, the deep like baritone. Oh, mm. yeah, I could give you some... <laughs> uh, sure, you can aid him with a with an additional ring, sure. And then right, while, the, while they're doing all that, I'm just trying to sneak up to to Tagashi Kaya. Maybe I should just like leave her a note? Should I just drop a note at her feet or something? Hey, meet us at this place. At yeah, this like time. meet us at this place if you want to like pay your respects to Tagashi Yoshi. Press, press F. To press F to pay <laughs> respects to Tagashi Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, no, I think we should make her want to come talk to us, if anything. Well, yeah, but I mean, wherever Yoshi is, we'll be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's more interested in talking to Yoshi than she is you guys. Yeah, yeah. He's but, the honeypot. <laughs> but that's like her way to get in to talk to him, cause yeah. he's, or go see his armor. Like, how else is she going to go see the armor? Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, yo, I want to see the armor. Oh, I guess she probably might want to do that. We don't know how she is. I don't know. Roll this well, performance. We got to see, her, we gotta see her reaction. Let's, just see, let's see what happens. Drop the dice. Come on, baby. Okay, that's a good start. You have an explosive, an explosive success there. An explosive. An explosive. An explosive. <laughs> you have one explosive. You Save have an explosive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> ah, I still made it, and it incites my passion though, so I removed the three strife. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it does incite your passion. <laughs> also, you okay? So you come out of you come out of nowhere. You start playing your sanction, and you rile up the crowd. Mm, that's four successes and three strife, but it removes that. And the strife gets added to my successes. Oh, oh, because you're in fire ring. Yeah, damn. Uh, you play such a great song that you're gonna you're gonna win some glory here. Yeah, right here in the middle of uh, the Echo Hike, where all of the 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 higher ups of Rokugani society live and work. Um, don't you have an ability that makes it so you gain extra glory when you do things? Mm-hmm. What is that? Um, is that your delusions of grandeur? Or? No, that's not it. That is it? Uh, it is uh, stirring embers? No, he has any coma bard ability. Dazzling oh, okay. performance. Dazzling performance. Oh, it's a technique. Yeah, technique. Yeah, it's a technique. Yeah, dazzling performance. Did so. you did you use it? I totally use that. Yeah, of course. You yeah, did. I yeah. totally. Why would I not use that? Oh, I'm and wait, to... you probably put on your new robes, right? Uh, your resplendent oh, yeah, robes. The robes. Oh, I'm sure you were definitely style, wearing too. your resplendent robes when this happened. Mm-hmm. Are, are the robes resplendent? Can we just add that quality to our? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Robes are resplendent. That means you get an additional glory whenever you do anything. Um, that was pretty amazing. So I'm gonna go ahead and say you're gonna gain um 
I'll give you three glory here. Three glory. And then the other one gives us an... That's everything. Wearing the clothes gives us a, a plus another one, right? That's everything combined. Oh, okay. Because right, I think cool. the dazzling performance gives you an additional glory when you do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm going to give you one plus the dazzling performance plus your splendid clothes. So you get three glory. Can I get one too since I was the subject of the song? and uh... Yeah, you helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gain one glory. You helped. And I'm like quickly composing a note. I pull in all my stuff out of my little scroll satchel. Quickly compose a note that says, if you wish to pay the respects to Tagashi, to the armor of Tagashi Yoshi, then meet us at the Atomo Don't Gas Houses. No, why are you doing like that? Yeah, why That's not? That's weird. Because well, she's going to obviously want to come talk to us after that sick-ass performance and seeing <laughs> you guys. <laughs> what is her reaction just before to be a, you give the note? Be before you give the note, what is her reaction? To what, your music? Mm-hmm. She seems unmoved. Even the, even the words? And I'm presenting like two people that were just with him? That were last seen with him? Yeah, that's right. Your song was... Your lyrics about were Yoshi. about Tagashi Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and it does, the crew. It does, I'm presenting them. It raises her eyebrows. Them. It definitely piques her interest. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. She seems interested. And so you're going to drop a note for her? Yeah, I want to like weave through the crowd, weave through the lines since, while they're all distracted, and I figure I don't have a whole lot of time. So yeah, I just like walk up, give her like a curt little bow, and like pass her the note real quick, and then sign it with sign it with our names. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Like, there's no like nothing weird yeah. about it. It's just like uh, if you yeah. want to pay your respects to Tagashi Yoshi, come visit us at the Atomo Guest Houses. Beautiful. Sign Soshi Burazu and I'll just or say like the hero the heroes of Broken God. I'm just gonna yeah. fucking <laughs> straight up the like, heroes of Broken God. Just straight straight up put that on it. Everyone just should just know. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and accompanying bard. Catch you the bard. Okay, beautiful awesome. I love it. That's great. Um and then you drop that in her lap and she reads it and uh and um she seems interested. Yeah. Yeah, she nice. she kind of reads it and she looks at you as you're walking away and she puts it to her side. Wait, since that was like sort of secretive, can I uh, re- reduce three strife for secrets? Yeah. How much strife are you at right now? I think I was at three. I'm at three. You're at three. No. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah, just I love it. Uh, just to be clear, <laughs> what is everybody's strife right now? Three. I am at three zero. I'm at, I'm at three. Okay. Where to now? Did we still just want to go to the... Yeah, did we want to go to the Yasuki Yeah, I'm down to, to go talk to... the Minor to, Clan Embassy? To the... Uh, Karada. The Karada. The Karada District, yeah. I'm down to go to the, the Karada Artery and uh, <laughs> talk to, yeah, the Yasuki family. Are we going to yeah. split the party for this so Genshi can go talk to the Fox? Yeah, how do you guys want to do this? Do you guys want to split up? It's still about midday, probably about 1 p.m.-ish um, in game time. Um, you could get more done, presumably, if you're to split up. Yeah, it seems like it makes sense. I mean, I feel like I would kind of like Burrow to go with me, because he... I mean, obviously, Kenshi was there, too. But if Kenshi wants to talk to the Fox Clan, he should probably do that by himself. That's kind of more sensitive. And yeah. I would like to have Burrow with me to kind of back me up. Okay, and Akari goes with Burrow. Um, yes, Yushi, where do you want to go? Does uh, Kenshi want me to come with him? He could be a lot of help, or maybe if you don't Kenshi want to wants come to kind of do this on his mm-hmm. own, like and not have anyone like know or like pay attention, then I guess we could like have a, a Yasushi and Subasa bonding time. Yeah, I think I would go alone just to kind of talk to him and just 
Yeah, I just want to talk to him. I don't even know what I want to do yet. I just want to talk to other Fox Clan members and understand what's going on. So okay, I think I'll just go by myself. Okay, um, and then uh, Subasa goes wherever Yasushi goes. So okay, there's yeah. that. As and I don't really as Kenji would, heads out, uh, Yasushi like places an arm on his shoulder and gives him a word of warning that whatever you're doing or where you're heading, remember, all eyes are on you. Even if you think you're not. That's all real. Damn. Damn it. Good advice. <laughs> that is good advice. I take it and I say, I still have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with the five of you guys going to the Crab Embassy. So you arrive at the Crab Embassy um, and it's a nice, uh, it's a very hospitable building. Very clean, and you can tell that this is an area that is meant for um, hosting foreign dignitaries, members of other clans. It's a place of, you know, making good impressions on people, which is unfortunately difficult for the crap sometimes. Anyway, so you are, you arrive and you are greeted by a woman named Kuni Fujiko, and she uh, addresses herself as the hostess of the crab embassy and she asks how she can help you yeah i bow deeply to her good afternoon uh kuni fujiko my name is kai utomo i am the governor of clearwater village here on order of the emperor to attend his winter court on my travel to odo sanuchi i experienced some troubling things that i think are of great concern to the yasuki family I was hoping to have an audience with Yasuki Taka. Okay, and you can tell that she is... Fujiko is used to being in these uh, delicate courtly positions where she is supposed to represent, you know, the face of the Crab Clan. Um, but even even with that, you can tell that she seems a little bit uncomfortable when you mention Yasuki Taka. Um, and she says, well, unfortunately... Um, I do not have a lot of direct contact with Yasuki Taka. He uh, operates um, mostly on his own here in Odosanuchi. She tells you that he has his own permanent residence here in town, and he prefers to do most of his business out of the government office here in the Karata district, sort of the office that runs the whole district. Um, she says that he also is known for, um, and she, she kind of looks uncomfortable, and she says, I don't know how to put this politely, but... Um, he uh, prefers to do business in the the trading grounds. And she explains to you that the trading grounds in the Karata district are basically like this uh, large maze-like open-air bazaar, more or less. Um, and she says that if you, if you show up into the trading grounds and you ask for Yasuki Taka, you will be led to him. Um, and she says, unfortunately, um, I don't have a lot of contact with him myself he works mostly independently well thank you for your counsel i guess that i have no more need to be here I will... <laughs> <laughs> take my out. leave <laughs> good We're afternoon to the trading <laughs> and yeah i bow deeply thank her and head on out cool all right let's go to kenshi now Kenshi, you arrive at a embassy that is home for multiple minor clans throughout mm -hmm. Rokugan, and you know that the Fox Clan would set up. This is kind of their main port of interest for uh, Fox operating within Otosan Uchi. Yeah, you're you're greeted by a a hostess of 
the 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 guest house and she asks you how she can help you um i introduce myself hello i am uh ikoma kenshi um i was wondering if i may speak with some of the higher-ups of the fox clan okay and she leads you to uh you can tell that there's it's kind of a situation where there's like too many people in one area and they like, mm-hmm. they need more room to spread out, but they're doing the best they can with like a small area. And so she takes you to like a room that is specifically dedicated for the Fox clan. Mm-hmm. You're, and you're led into this small room and um, you find on the other side, there is a woman sitting in this room who is uh, tending to some of her own business. She looks like she's reading it looks like she's reading some book, you know, you're not really sure what it is. Um, you, uh, you walk in and you address her and, uh, she quickly throws the book to the side and puts it like to her side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she introduces herself and she says, I am Kitsune Ryose, champion of the Fox clan. Who are you? I just rip off my necklace and just slam it on the table. And I say... Can we go somewhere private? Damn, you're getting straight to it. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping the formalities. making He's making up for lost time. Yeah, man. I got it. The jazz music plays in the background as he invites her to <laughs> a personal room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sax solo kicks in. <laughs> she picks up this uh, this trinket that you've laid before her. And she's kind of playing it around in her fingers and she's looking at it. And she looks back up at you and she has a very inquisitive look on her face and she says meet me tonight meet me at uh the park in the hayasu district in the toshi soto which is the outer city she says i think we may be able to speak there the park (laughs) (laughs) she tells you she gives you more specific instructions she gives you more or less an address she gives you more specific instructions than that that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she says, meet me there tonight. I think we that would be a more, um, that would be a better place to speak. Okay. I bow and then I try to make what I did less inconspicuous and talk to all of like the other minor clans, like front desk people. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so it's like I'm like, just, yeah, just, just kind of like small talk. It, try to talk to like all of them, so let's let's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, all eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then, um, uh, if you if you yeah, she she says you know you can meet me there tonight. Be a better place for us to talk. Um, she's keeping this in like a hushed tone. She's not mm-hmm. trying to be super loud about it. Uh, you walk out and uh, there's um. There's a there's stations set up for multiple minor clans. So mm-hmm. there's there's a spot for the Tortoise Clan. There's a spot for the Wasp Clan, for uh, the Sparrow Clan, and um, and the Mantis Clan. Mm-hmm. Those are the man, those are the minor clans that are that have embassies here right now. Is there one in particular you want to talk to? Uh, uh, the Mantis Clan. Okay, so you pop into the. The office of the Mantis Clan. What do you say? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, hey, I'm an upcoming artist and I've uh, written a lot of really good songs. And I was just uh, wondering if you have any uh, heroes of interest you guys would want to put front and center of your clan. You're putting out like a now that's what we call a clan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like a song for each clan. 
Okay, and then you're greeted by somebody who's more or less the host for the uh, Mantis Clan. So the, the host of the, the Mantis Clan uh, introduces himself as Hogosha. And he says, well, actually, this is very good timing. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, there were some Mantis sailors that were recently um, attacked. And he his face kind of gets a little uncomfortable, and you can tell that the room gets a little awkward um, as he's looking at you and he's 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 sizing you up, and he says they were they were uh, uh, actually uh, uh, killed by the Lion Clan. Um, there were some Mantis sailors that were attacked by the Lion Clan, and the lead uh, captain of that ship that was destroyed was a sailor by the name of Yasunori. That was the guy that got killed? Yeah, it was the captain of the ship that got killed. It was a ship full of Mantis sailors that were destroyed by the Lion Clan. And this is completely news to you, by the way. This mm-hmm. is not anything you've heard about at all. And uh, I ask him, have you heard of the... Did you know of the Lion ship or like the leader that did this? Uh, and he says, no, it was a surprise attack, unfortunately. They, there was a storm out at sea and, and they attacked... And uh, it was a sort of a surprise hit and run attack. They destroyed the Mantis crew, destroyed the ship, and then disappeared back into uh, the 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 shore, basically like the the mist o- along the shore. And we don't know who it was, but they were bearing the lion symbols. And he, and he says that this would be this would be a great time if you like to uh, if you want to bolster the spirit of the Mantis Clan. That would be a great time to write a song about Yasunori and sing his praises. And he's like, but be careful. I don't know if members of the Lion Clan would like a song like that too much. Has this ever been brought up in um, in court or anything about questions about why why did this happen? Is there any reason why this happened? And the room gets even more awkward uh, as the plot thickens. And he says that actually uh, Yasunori's brother, a man named Hasegawa, is actually the lead diplomat for the Mantis clan here in Odosanuchi. And he um, is extremely unhappy and seeks restitution from the emperor uh, for this surprise attack against his clan. Oh, so it's not Yasunori, it's a different guy? Yasunori's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hasegawa's brother. Hasegawa. Yeah, Hasegawa is Yasunori's brother, who is the lead diplomat for the Mantis clan in Odosan Uchi, and he's pissed off, and he wants restitution on behalf of his clan for this uh, sneaky attack. I bow and thank you for his time. I say this song will definitely be heard. Awesome. Okay. And he says, he says that... Uh, uh, now would be a great time to bolster the spirit of the Mantis clan. And he bows. Like right now, now? Sure. I mean, in general, at this winter, <laughs> at this winter court. At this uh, very second <laughs> play. You play! Know, start start, start playing or it's too <laughs> late. <laughs> I just start playing like a little shreddy lick and I'm like, you guys will have more where that comes from. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that was, uh, that was a, a pretty big piece of news coming from the Mantis clan. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a little, that's a big piece of That's pretty significant. News. That's a juicy little tidbit. Mm-hmm. And he just told... Stumbled on it. Yeah, yeah you really did. With um, <laughs> with this like downtime activity, since I since I just kind of followed um, Kayutomo to the Yasuki... Uh, to the Crab Embassy? To the Crab Embassy. Um, the whole time that I'm following him, can I kind of just use my... my time to like try to eavesdrop on rumors or like gather as many like rumors and secrets like on the streets and like from the embassy 
just kind of like information gather as I'm like following him around. Okay. To see if there's any sort of interesting little uh, go- bits of gossip. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Uh. Go ahead and make a uh. I don't know what what skill and what ring do you think would this probably be associated like with? Skullduggery air maybe. Sure. Okay. Make a make a um a TN one skullduggery air check, and then for each success, you'll get more stuff. Okay. I have two skill die and three ring die. All right, I got four successes and three strife, which would just get negated by the secrets passion. So four successes. You've been traveling through the Chise district and the Karada district um, for most of the day so far, and there's a there's a few rumors that you've been able to pick up, or just tidbits that you're hearing from people as they pass by. For one, people seem to talk about Yasuki Taka quite a quite a bit in the Karada district, in like a positive or a negative. Uh, way. let's call it a negative way. Yeah, okay. definitely more of a negative way. Uh, mostly just people are kind of, well, afraid of him. There seems to be a lot of fear surrounding him. And um, he has he has a bit of a reputation for himself for being um, cruel, mean, vindictive. And it seems like everybody seems to owe him something. His advantage is that he is famously wealthy. And his disadvantage is that he has whispers of cruelty. Oh, that is cool. Good. Good combo. Good rumor learning. Thanks, man. I do what I can. Okay. And then you've also noticed something else kind of strange. Um, you, as people are, are talking about the, um, like that government building uh, that uh, uh, Kunifujiko mentioned, the government building that does all of the work for the Karata district, um, it seems like people have been having a really hard time actually talking to anybody in that building. It's like every time they go there to talk to somebody, it's like it's closed or and then they, they have some other, other different reason about why they can't meet with anybody. And it doesn't seem like anybody's ever actually working there. And it's very confusing and people aren't really sure how any work is getting done there. What building is that? What was it called? Well, uh, let me bring did up the actual did title. Did have a name? Yeah. This is the district government building in the Karata district. And it's 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 a legislative building. It's a bureaucratic building, where the where like the governor or the governess would live and do their work. Um, and then finally, you notice something else that was kind of strange. As you guys have been traveling through the city, every once in a while, you'll notice a cat following you. It's like everywhere you go, this cat seems to be there. Um, but then this cat disappeared once you guys went to the uh, crab embassy. To speak to Kuni Fujiko. Hmm. I don't like that. It's an orange cat with brown stripes. It's still strange though, right? It is strange. You've noticed this this cat seemed to have followed you all the way from the Forbidden City where you guys were at the Otomo Guest House, through the Chisei District, and into the Karata District. Maybe she's just trying to eat Squee. Oh my god. Oh my god. We, we have to be on lookout. I want to be on high alert for this cat from now on because I think Squee's life's in danger. But mm-hmm. you notice the cat wasn't there when you went, went the into crab. the crab embassy and i come out of the crab embassy i'm like looking around cat's for still it. not there interesting interesting yeah that's a crab cat crab it's cat. a crab hates cat. the crab crab cat <laughs> what crab, cat crab, hates crab, crab crab fear and cat mm. maybe that means it's not a cat at all yeah yeah it's actually who knows a crab sounds like <laughs> a crab. <laughs> 
Sounds like a catastrophe. Oh, oh <laughs> man. Gain 10 experience. <laughs> Win the game. Win the game. All right. So you guys have tons of information at your disposal now. Um, where to now? What's next? It's starting to get late. It's evening now in Otosanuchi. I, I want to head to that trading district and try and uh, find Yasuki Taka. Okay, and who else is going to go with Tomo? I was going to say, I'll stick with him, because I think that he was right about, like, since we both ran into him and we were both at the Shidaman Forest debacle, yeah. having backup would be helpful. Okay, um, and Akari follows Burrow. Kenji, uh, what do you plan on doing? I hit up Subasa and I said, hey, uh, can you tell me? Interesting. Uh, wh- where are you pl- And he asks you where, what you're planning on doing and where you're planning on going. The park. To the park. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be clear, when you come uh, ask Subasa this, like Yasushi and Subasa have like big, comically large shades, like a couple <laughs> of like lattes, you know, like some feather boas around their neck. For some reason, they've been pimping out <laughs> the evening and having a good time. That's an like, interesting question. All right, Yasushi, you could come too. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Just tell me. Okay, so you want to invite Yasushi and Subasa to follow you to this mm-hmm. park? Just, uh, but, like, stay back. You know, just have my back, you know. But not close enough where they can actually hear anything that you're saying, right? Yeah. Right. That's convenient. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, Yasushi, what do you say? Yasushi, uh, thinks about it for a second and says, If it is security you're looking for, I'm afraid that my good friend here, Subasa, has already confirmed I will be next to no use for you in the middle of a fight, what do you intend for me to do? Well, I was just inviting along because you look like you're having fun with us. So. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, security-wise, I just need more security. That's all I really need. So, I mean, I guess you just go back and make us some food because we'll be hungry. <laughs> just make dinner? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I will make the uh, sandwich, good sir. <laughs> oh man, you roll. All right, Subasa, come on. Who's it we're gonna? Oh <laughs> yes, Yasushi's probably hella bummed to leave Subasa. Oh, Nick, yeah, I was curious. Did like Yasushi and Subasa have like an actual like friend bonding time, or are they both just like still handling each other? Let me put it this way: you guys enjoy each other's company. Legitimately, you guys enjoy each other's company. I like that. No but, kith. but you know, uh, sometimes work has to come in between friendship, right? I love mm-hmm. this approach to the two of them. Hell yeah, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's kind of where I'm at with them. I, I feel I'm like fully both, on board with this. Yeah, they both know how the game is played. They both mm-hmm. know the game. Yeah, I don't know. Does Subasa like us? You have oh, never yeah, asked. <laughs> you have name one time one of you just hung out with Subasa for a day. But like, yeah, what? What is his ulterior I know Subasa's just always down. Like, you know, he's been chilling with us. He's always, I mean, he has his reasons, but... I, want, I just want... I wonder what Subasa gonna say at court. Like, uh, what's gonna come out? But I think he's gonna be probably quiet. We'll, we'll leave I that don't for another quiet, episode, yeah. but... Alright, uh, Kenshi, you... You ask Subasa if he will mm-hmm. accompany you to the park. Mm-hmm. He says, Subasa, you know, things... Stuff and things we've been through, and 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 he and he says that I, I have your back. I want to just watch for uh, watchful eyes that are watching us. It's not me and her. You have to worry about it. Is the other ones watching us that we should be concerned about? Okay, and he says that I I will I will follow you there 
and I will have your back. Mm-hmm. We dab each other up hell hard. It's like a <laughs> five minute sick ass handshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get lost in it. Oh, whoa! <laughs> All right, it's it's now evening. Uh, and what are your characters gonna do? I think Tomo and Burrow and Akari wanted to go to the Merchant Square to find uh, Taka, and I think Kenshi wanted to go meet with uh, Kitsune Ryose. Yep. Yeah. And then and then um, Wait, one of us has to take Yasushi. We can't just leave him out. Yeah, Yasushi, what do you what do you want to do? Buddy? Yasushi thanks you and says, I am at whatever assistance I can be for you. If you need to take care of a clan matter personally, I can always head back to the estates and make sure things are perfectly set up for your arrival home. I mean a perfect setup does sound kinda nice. Yes, do we do like a whole like group like we all agree group one sure. second? Alright, cool. Yeah. I'm- all powwow yasushi what what is your uh relationship with yasuki taka have you uh had many conversations with him i have had the pleasure of crossing paths with yasuki taka once or twice before and i prefer to keep that number where it is (laughs) (laughs) well we are both in very different businesses that makes sense uh maybe it would be best then if uh, we keep the number in our party as small as possible. Well, I mean, you should you should probably know some information about him. Uh, I mean, if I, he I've, could help you, like he probably knows some ins and outs. That's true. Um, about it. Yeah, Sushi, is there uh, anything I should know going into this conversation? I mean, I've heard stories of Taka's bluntness and cruelty, but any uh, anything in specific, any sore spots that maybe I should leave unmentioned? The Merchant King has operated his connections for quite some time to great virtue and accomplishment of the man. I respect him in many ways, but I would advise you tread carefully when speaking of any of his enterprises. He is very protective of the things that make him money. And what do the other daimyos think of Yasuki Taka? How do they view him? How do they revere him? I'm just curious. The other daimyos of the Crab Clan or? Uh, of the other major families. Of the other major families. Other, other major families that are attending the court. Ah. How do they feel about Yasuki Taka? I'm afraid, young crab, that if I were to list the interactions of every daimyo with Taka, it would be a long and dirty conversation. But it tends to be one of business or avoidance most fall into one of those two camps and there is very rarely a mixture i think that's all i need to know thank you yasushi and yeah i bow to him and i guess dismiss him if he'd like to head back and tend to tend to the otomo estate yeah yasushi will head back and like I like because I have extra time now. I'd like to make it a really nice meal, or so, or like maybe like some like massages set up for when they get back. Ooh, Ooh. that would be excellent. It would also be <laughs> good uh, in case um, Tagashi Kaye shows up Ooh. at the guest house because you guys totally some, some, told someone uh, to receive her. Doing that right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you say it? you didn't set like a date or anything? You're just like no. I just told her. I just told her to come. So. <laughs> yeah, show, uh, show up. Uh, I, left, I left it open ended. Hey, wait, can can you? Uh, I, I ask you, Sushi. Can you get someone to to maybe polish the armor, clean it up a little bit? Yeah. Uh, Sushi promises that'll be well taken care of. Thank you. You're the man, Yasushi. Yeah. 
gonna put his <laughs> hands in his sleeves and pitter patter off. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, let's get down to business. All right, so this is what happened. You guys go to the trading grounds in the Karata district, and even at this late hour, it's a place filled with the sights and smells of uh, exotic rarities from across Rokugan and beyond here in this marketplace. Um, it's this, you, you smell food being cooked that you've never smelled before. You see uh, items and um, uh, goods being traded that you've, you've never even heard of before that you wouldn't even begin to be able to give names to. Um, and... Everything ranging from just the poorest, cheap, cheapest uh, goods possible to the most fine and exquisite stuff in all of the empire being traded here in these grounds. Um, what do you do? I would like to ask a merchant where I might be able to find Yasuki Taka. Okay. And uh, you talk to a merchant selling um, some stuff, some wares behind his stall. He says, oh... Yasuki Taka. Well, uh, yeah, of course you can, you can, you can find him. And he tells you uh, where he kind of sets up his stall, where in the in the market you'd be able to find him. And uh, he seems really uncomfortable. And he sees that, you know, he's kind of sizing you guys up, kind of looking at you guys, and he's wondering what your guys' affiliation with him might be. But you know, he he keeps his cool, and he tells you where you can find him. Okay, um, and I head in that direction. All right, as you're approaching the stall that would be Yasuki Taka's, uh, I guess you could say uh, throne, more or less, Mm -hmm. he's surrounded by guards, samurai, ronin, people of all sorts. He's he's got like an army of guardsmen surrounding him and protecting him. And as you're approaching a couple of uh, strong guardsmen with their swords at their side, they ask you, uh, what, what do you want? What business do you have? And I introduce myself to the guards. I, I bow deeply to them. Uh, greetings. My name is Kai Utomo. I am the governor of Clearwater Village, deep in the Crablands. And I come to talk to Yasuki Taka. And they kind of look at each other and they say, Ah, oh, Clearwater Village, right? Correct. You're, I the, you're the boy governor there, aren't you? I like to think of myself as a man governor. (laughs) (laughs) And they say, right, right, well, this way, fine. And they uh, they take you. And uh, you're taken up to Yasuki Taka, who uh, is, uh, he's he's got his scales on his table, and he's weighing different things, and he's figuring out the prices of different things. And it's this, uh, it's this short, bald, portly man, little older, Maybe in his 50s, you know, um, with these uh, circular glasses, very stylized circular glasses that are not very popular in Rokugan at all. And, you know, probably cost a lot. Um, And he says, yes, okay, take a seat. What do you want? Yasuki Taka, um, I bow to him first and uh, take a seat. Thank you for having an audience with me. Yasuki Taka. What do you know about the recent events unfolding in the Shinoman Forest? In the Shinoman Forest, Shinoman Forest, Shinoman Forest. Uh, it says, I believe we have a logging company set up there who are now shipping the goods out from your port, actually, Clearwater Village. What is there to know about it? Well, I know my port is one of many ports that are receiving goods from the Shinoman Forest from the Yasuki Logging Company. Have you heard of any trouble in the Shinoman forest. 
Trouble? What kind of trouble? Has uh, Boss Kazuya been around lately? And he thinks for a moment, and he says, well, I, I haven't heard from him in, well, at least a little while. Why? You do a check on him, bro. And then under my breath, I'm like, man, I really hope that guy died. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Sukitaka, I regret to be the first person to inform you of this, if indeed I am the first person to inform you of this, but the kami have run amok in the Shinaman Forest as a result of the ongoing logging that is taking place there. Have you not heard of this? You're talking about the angry trees that uproot themselves and cause havoc? You clearly have not seen them with your own eyes, for they are much more than angry trees uprooting themselves. And they have caused much more death and destruction than I think you realize. And he says, I sent dozens of my own personal samurai to serve at that camp to protect them. And I know that every woodworker working there, every lumberjack working there knows how to use a weapon. I'm sure of it. I don't think there's anything to be afraid of. I've taken care of it. It takes a dozen men to take a single one of those creatures down. We saw it with our own eyes. And he turns to you and says, who are you to be speaking to me like that? I'm Soshino Borzu, and I firsthand Damn. have been cleaning up the mess that your logging company has caused in the Shidaman Forest with my friend Kayutomo here. And he says, Soshino Borzu, you the son of Soshi Bantaro? Yes. What's it to you? <laughs> Damn! Oh, that was <laughs> Guy's a dick. Yeah. Should have left Soshi with you guys. <laughs> Soshi Bantaro, the same miserly whelp that spends his days in his tower. He's not the best guy, I'll admit. <laughs> Wasn't the best dad. He's like, if I've heard correctly, you haven't been there to visit him in quite a while. I've I've heard that the, the Soshi son hasn't been home to visit in quite a bit. I'm Bur- a- Burrow. I, I, I turn to Burrow. You've heard stories. I like kind of whispered to him. You've heard stories of Taka's cruelty. Don't let him get to you. We're here strictly for business. And I just kind of like dismissed what Taka says. I'm just like, I'm my own man with my own duties and my own business. Take one strife because you mentioned your dad. <laughs> and I, I want to turn to Taka. And you guys got to do something. Yeah, I'm blunt. Man. You know what? I'm just going to tell him. Taka, I am here to attend the winter court on order of the emperor. The dealings that I saw at Shinaman Forest were deeply troubling, and I believe they would be deeply troubling to any family within Rokugan, and especially to the Imperial families. I intend to tell them about what I saw. I do not want any more dealings with the Yasuki Logging Company. I do not want any more shipments to Clearwater Village, and frankly, I believe you should stop your dealings. I am telling you this now because you're a member of the Crab Clan, and I don't want to blindside you in court. I'm telling you out of respect for the Yasuki family. Yasuki Keiji is my uncle, and I have ties to the Yasuki family. But I, I feel that you underestimate the, the damage that is being done, and I think you need to do something about this, lest your reputation should be tarnished in the court. Okay. Uh, for having said all of that, I'm going to have you lose your uh, honor rank in honor. Because you're speaking out against somebody. He's not even just a, a samurai yeah. of a higher order, but he's he's the head of the family. He's a pretty big deal. So I'm going to have you lose your honor rank. However, that will be cut in half because you're a crab, and courtesy is your like least favored uh, tenant. That you got to make like a like a command or something against him, though. I don't know. We'll, and, we'll see how it unfolds. I mean, if he's going to accept it. 
But uh, okay, so I'll lose two honor. So you're pulling out of the deal with him. You're pulling out of the. I mean, I told the people at the when I was at the logging company, don't send that shit down to Clearwater Village. Cause let's just threaten him. And be is like, that? Is no, that... I'm not trying to threaten this guy. Well, let's just I... say that we'll tell all the other people that are that getting be... the shipments of wood to stop receiving them as well, because it brings it puts everybody at danger that has the wood. And that's him attacking his advantage, pretty much, of famously wealthy too. Like, mm, attacking yeah. his money, like yeah, you gotta use I it think, like that. Yeah, I think use Bro's it like right, that. Though. Like, yeah, we should spin it like that. Like, so yeah, I'll, I'll. I guess I'll continue on. If I'm already losing the honor, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Taka, I crafted a bow from wood that I received from the Shinoman Forest, and that wood was faulty. It could not withstand any sort of pressure. If I release this information at Winter Court, I believe many of your trade partners will reject any more shipments from the from the Yasuki Logging Company. I feel like you should resolve this now before those trade deals go south. And he starts to get angry. And he says, it's a shame, is it? This is all a shame that this is all going on? You know, it's a shame is the fact that you and your family have profited greatly since I have started selling this wood at port. You should head back to your Clearwater Village and take a look at just how much has changed there since we've been this had this trade deal set up. You have no idea how wealthy I am making you in this effort. And he says, you know what else is a shame? The shame is that the soldiers on the crab, on the crab wall, the Caillou wall, they don't even have the means to defend themselves unless people like me are willing to step up and do what it takes to fully fund them and arm them with the wood that they need for their siege weapons and for their crossbows and their bolts and the and the myriad things that go into the construction of their forts. You're going to tell me that I am the one at fault for keeping this crab clan afloat? He says, kid, you should go home. Taka, you have clearly never been south of the wall a siege weapon a fancy wall they look pretty they might be fun to admire but when it comes time for those siege weapons to lay waste to the enemies in the shadowlands when it comes time for those walls to stand up to their forces they will fall and they will remember who supplied their wood and who refused to do anything when it was clear that that wood was cursed by the kami, and your name will go down in infamy. And I, yeah. I leave. Holy I tell him shit. I, <laughs> I will bring this up in the court unless you do something about this. Fuck right, yeah! Are you, gonna, are you gonna storm off after that? And I storm off. All right, lose more honor. <laughs> Same amount. Same amount. Jeez. Get him, Chomo. Yeah. Fuck that guy, dude. Him and Boss Kazu are, you know, fucking Apple doesn't fall fall far from the tree. I don't know. Dude, they're probably yeah. related. Oh, yeah. He was definitely in on it. He was definitely deflecting everything you said. This whole Yasuki family, man, these guys need to go form their own right. fucking dick clan. <laughs> <laughs> That's their clan. The clan of the dick. <laughs> Bro, you should definitely uh, do a roll and check around the room at least and see if there's anything cool. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that 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 uh, skullduggery check you did kind of pertained for like the whole day. Oh okay, all right, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I'm just kind of following around and checking shit out. All right, Kenshi, uh, you agreed to go meet Kitsune Ryose um, at a secluded place in the Toshisoto, the outer city of Otosanuchi. 
Um, and you uh, you meet her there. It's a uh, it's it's dark now. It's definitely late, and you're in a park in a in a nicer part of town. Actually, it's the it's sort of like the upper middle class residential district that you guys traveled through when you first came to Otosanuchi. It's really quiet there. It's very peaceful. Nobody seems to bother you or be anywhere around you. And you're kind of in this in the middle of this park with quite a few trees and a lot of greenery. And there's a lot of like secluded places for speaking and meeting with other people. Um, and so you meet you meet Ryuse out there, and you. Uh, you asked Tsubasa to follow you out there to have your back. And um, as you're traveling through Otisan Uchi to this place where you guys agreed to meet, every once in a while you'd check back behind you, and he was he, he was there behind you, always 50, 60 to like 100 feet behind you, just keeping an eye on what was going on. And uh, you're now out in the in this like forest in the middle of this park, speaking with Kitsune Ryose, and she, sto- she starts, she opens up, and she says, how did you get this necklace this was this is the first thing i've ever owned this i'd even i've had it since i was a child i was born with it and they left it on me i was raised by the lion clan and i met the man that destroyed my family that made me an orphan i was raised by the lion clan as an orphan and i met the man and i killed him I need answers. I have no clue what's going on anymore in this this world, in Rokugan. I was convinced Lion Clan was the greatest clan to ever live. Every corner I turn, I hear from a minor clan that they are not as honorable as they sound. She says you confronted this lion and killed him. What was his name? Matsutoshira. She gets a look on her face like things are starting to come together, and she says that I know who Matsutoshiro was. He led a raid against our clan about 15 years ago. And she's starting to do the math on it. She's like, how old you are? And she's, yeah, it's starting to come together for her. Mm-hmm. And she says, do you remember anything about your childhood, about where you were from or where you were born, where you were raised? It was nice. My family was so kind. And there's much music to be going on around there and I always enjoyed that but after the fires and the burning it's just a memory to me do you remember what the village was called Yoshino Yoshino village Yoshino village was attacked about 15 years ago I remember I was a young I was a, a pretty young girl when it happened I was uh, still living with my family and my mother was the champion of our clan at the time and she says, so what do you want from me? What is this about? You were raised a lion, but it seems that you were born of my clan and that you have ties within my clan. So what do you want? What is? Where do you stand with this? This is about revenge. You want revenge against the lion? Mm-hmm. And I want the minor clans to be not as abused as they were. I spoke with the Mantis recently, and they've also told me about the Lion Clan destroying their boats and killing very powerful people. And I I believe if I talk to many other minor clans, they'll say the same thing. 
And she says, how do I, how do I know I can trust you? How do I know that you're not a spy for the lying clan and you're trying to get information from me or try to lead me into a bad position? How do I know that I can trust you? And she says, you don't think I see that scorpion hiding over there watching us? You think you're the only one who brought guards to watch over us? He is just to make sure no other other clans are watching. This is one of my closest accomplices. He is no harm to you or anyone unless we believe it's of harm to us. She says, okay. If it's revenge against the lion that you want, I may be able to help you, but I need you to prove your allegiance to me. She says, I'll need you to spy on the lion clan for me. And that's where we're going to end this episode. That'll be sick. Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. That'll be a good oh, one. Fuck. Be some like spy versus spy stuff or whatever That's that sick. was called. <laughs> Ooh, man, I love this Kenshi arc. Yeah, the Kenshi arc is really I love where it's good. going. Yeah. Yeah. I like how Kenshi's also- accidentally becoming a Yuritama's Alliance guy. <laughs> yeah. like, I know I know Zach has no idea what Yoritomo's alliance is yeah I don't know what that is and yeah here it is <laughs> yeah hey, I mean I, I've been re- I've been reading the lore and I've been talking to Zach about where he wanted to take his character and it kind of just lines up that way so I'm like alright well let's just do it this Hell is gonna be yeah. cool mm. Hell yeah. we should talk more about the details about that and on the behind the, the, the show exactly Oh yeah I was holding back laughter when Nick was like when I was a young girl <laughs> I, I remember this <laughs> he specifically said when I was a pretty young girl <laughs> <laughs> I was a beautiful young lady. She's like sadly remembering when she wasn't like horribly disfigured. Yeah, her dis her disfigurement is just her voice is really deep like a man now. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, She's just like episode. super hot, but she has a man voice, so everyone's just like, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy with this episode. That was a good episode. Yeah, that, that was, was a, cool. That was a cliffhanger. Great I like cliffy, boy. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm excited for the next one. Me too. All right. Thank you all for listening to episode 16 of season two of Podcast of the Five Rings. Please check out our website, podcastofthefiverings.com, for show notes and links to more content relating to this episode. You can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pot5r for access to two new bonus shows and other exclusive patron-only content. Leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts and like and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts, whatever your favorite podcatcher may be. You can tweet at us at pot5r on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at podcast of the five rings and even check out and contribute to our subreddit r slash pot5r on Reddit. Very poppin'. It uh, it's it's all right. The Discord is what's popping. The Discord is what's popping. The Discord you can join by going to our website podcastofthefiverings.com and hitting the Discord link that's on there. It's a good time. We hang out. We answer fans' questions. We share mm-hmm. memes. We shoot the shit. It's a good time. Um, I like to shout out our supporters and contributors to the show. Our friend Dylan Munoz oh, at yeah, Dylan dude. Munoz Tat two on instagram he's gonna all... have a baby is oh, he gonna have yeah, a baby he sent oh. me a picture of like a little 
baby inside of the stomach. That's today. crazy. And I was like, sick, dude. Well, congrats, That's Dylan. Bad. I don't even know if you listen to the podcast, but probably congrats. Does. He but, probably yeah, doesn't. Yeah, but he does all the yeah. art for it, which but we love him for. Shout out to the baby. Shout out to the Dylan's baby. <laughs> the, the Dylan's baby. The Dylan baby. <laughs> and that's Dylan's baby yeah. with an O. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, this podcast is going to go on so long that his son's going to start doing the art. <laughs> might not even be his son. You know, his kid's going to do the art. <laughs> Whatever they are. Um, I'd like to shout out Brandon Spain for helping us make some music for the podcast and for recently giving us the go ahead to put out the music on our band camp and share it to our Daimyo patrons on mm. Patreon. Thank yeah. you, Brandon. So if, you're, if you like the music, like the Rokugan theme, the Shadowlands theme, all the good ones the from the podcast. <laughs> no, the crab. What's the crab? Oh, yeah. The, 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 crab, crab, the, the crab, the crab wrestling Fighting theme. <laughs> yeah. the, I, that <laughs> I was mean, a bopper. I don't want to downplay, really you know. What we've done at the table, no, we've made no, some good but, ones, but but that Brand- Rokugan theme is there's just some some, some quintessential tracks that Brandon yeah. has done that we weren't previously able to share that we now can. So if you're interested in being able to download any of the music you hear in the podcast to use in your own games or whatever, then check it out. Consider becoming a Daimyo mm-hmm. patron. Yes, yeah, loop them and play them for your for ten hours while you sleep while you guys are just chilling. You know, you can turn it into a ten hour ASMR video and. Uh, <laughs> So let's do it while you sleep. Yeah. It's relaxing. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I want to thank Evan, of course, for being here today. Evan, is there anything that you would like to shout out or plug? You know, uh, I would love to do that. But since I don't want to repeat the list of uh, places you can find two podcasts after you just did it for one. um, I'm Evan. I'm on the Crimson Gold Agony actual play podcast and the Secondhand Strife actual play podcast. Uh, both can be found at websites, social medias, and any place podcasts are distributed, just like previously mentioned for Pot 5 r um, Most of you aren't listening to this section of the podcast anyway, but for those of you that are, I won't take <laughs> up more of your time. Hey, that's not even yeah, true. Yeah. Somebody claimed the scratcher ticket. I said ghost. <laughs> they have. <laughs> yeah, tell them just I Google that. I not say all. All right. Well, thanks again, Evan, for being here. And thank you all for checking us out and giving us a shot. We hope we are delivering content to you that you all can enjoy and share with your friends and family. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time. Bye. And now, a short story for our daimyo patrons. Evening falls on the bustling metropolis. The streets flow with the rhythm of life as a parade marches through the center of town. The harvest festival is in full swing as a couple of pyros set up their fireworks display. It's Robin and the Sealy. They have been preparing their show for well over a month carefully planning each incendiary, concocting new devices, and mastering the timing for each launch. For them, fireworks are more than merely a show. They are an art form. The audience is captivated as the show begins, their heads tilted to the sky, as if witnessing a miracle from the heavens above. The whole city is transfixed by the radiant colors unfolding before them. The city governor watches from his palace window, standing tall above the city, It's Hufsta. A cracked smile pries across his stern face. 
These shows get better every year, he thinks to himself. A vagabond watches from a muddy street corner, having just been thrown out of a nearby sake house after losing the last of his money gambling on Chohan. It's Josh B. He believes the show is for him. A congratulations for finally hitting rock bottom. The son of a wealthy lord sits in a secluded corner of his favorite water garden, watching the reflection of the fireworks off a nearby pond. It's Nick W. He anxiously taps his foot in anticipation. He told his lover to meet him there tonight. Any minute now, he whispers under his breath. A potter watches the show from the city market square. It's Brent B. He's overworked as he tries his best to keep his six children in line, each one more rambunctious than the last. The head of a prominent temple leads his congregation in solemn prayer as the fireworks burst in the air above them. It's Evan S. He asks the kami to bless this year's harvest and to bring them all a merciful winter. The festival parade continues to barrel down the main road through town, led by a spirited troubadour. It's John N. His boisterous dancing inspires even the oldest of onlookers to move their wizened bodies. A pair of farmers from a nearby village stand watching the display in complete awe. It's Giovanni T. and Jason F. They've heard stories of the dancing skylights, but nothing could prepare them for the true majesty of the fireworks display. Young and old, rich and poor, lucky and unlucky. For a brief period, everyone in the city stands united, witnessing the beauty of the fireworks. For a brief moment, all are one in the brisk autumn evening. If you enjoyed this short story and would like to be included in the next one, then become a Daimyo patron on patreon.com slash pot5r. Thank you for listening.